Yo, 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 hey, 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 what's up, what's happening everyone? I am the host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that every one of you who's listening right now is having a great day and a great start to your week. And whatever time it may be, the morning, the afternoon, the evening, or the night, I thank all of you for joining this latest episode of All In, All Out. And if you're new to the show, thank you for taking the time out and giving the show an opportunity. All right, let's get the show popping. So being as it's Black History Month, I want to talk about a person that may seem born initially, and that's Rosa Parks. Now, the reason why I say it might be boring to some of you, because at least from my experience, when I was in school and the time of the month came, which I'm referring to Black History Month, the main historical black figures that we learned about, that we acknowledged about, were Martin, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and Rosa Parks. But I'm going to show y'all something that some of you may have not known. And it's something that I didn't even know. And that's the incident with Rosa Parks regarding the Montgomery bus train incident. Now, for those who are unaware who Rosa Parks even is, let's lay that foundation. She was a civil rights activist She's best known for her role in the Montgomery bus boycott. That's what I alluded to moments ago. She's been called the first lady of civil rights and the mother of the freedom movement. And in 1943, she became an activist for the the NAACP. So all in all, she's a prominent activist mainly because of the Montgomery boycott incident. And that incident is when she sat in the front of the bus, because back in those times, black people sat in the back. So in that time, she in that moment, that event, that event that happened on December 5th, 1955, is where she sat on the front of the bus, or near the front of the bus, and she refused to get up, which prompted to prompt the police to arrest her and so on and so forth. Now, that's what I was taught in school. But I'm here to tell all of you today, today, that event was all set up and a complete lie. I'm going to say that again. That event that happened was set up and a complete lie. Yes. 
Yes, yes, I know, I know. It sucks. It sucks that we were taught falsely in school, especially as a black person. I was, fa- I was taught falsely. Now, some of you may ask, how did I discover this information? Well, funny you should say, it was actually at my current job. And I want to give this person a shout out, but I'm not sure they're comfortable give, if I gave out their name. So I'll just say as a colleague of mine, we were talking about history. I don't recall how we got on Rosa Parks. I presume it's something that I brought up. And I made the statement along the lines of that the Rosa Park event, something was always off with that event. Because if you remember the picture of Rosa Parks where she's sitting respectfully and there's a white man behind him, behind her by the name of Nicholas C. Chris which whom I'll discuss further in this episode. And it, it, it seemed planned out. Now, I'm, I'm not thinking it's planned out because this woman was a civil rights activist. Hey, she's called the first lady of the civil rights movement or something along those lines. But I remember the first time I started questioning that event and it was from the movie Barbershop y'all remember the movie Barbershop with Ice Cube and Cedric the Entertainer well there was a scene where (laughs) where Cedric the Entertainer went on a spiel about his beliefs regarding Rosa Parks Rodney King and Jesse Jackson so I'm going to share the clip for y'all to take a listen. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folk, but in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. Rosa Park ain't do nothing but sit her black ass down. No, no, hold on, hold on now, Seinfeld. You might learn something right now. I'm gonna give her a just do. I'm gonna give her a just do for what she did, her act led to the movement and everything. But, but, but she down show ain't special. No, it was a whole lot of black folk sat down on bus and they got thrown in jail and they did it way for Rosa D. Oh, and they did it yeah. way for Only difference between them and her is that she was secretary at the NAACCP and she know Martin Luther King and they got a lot of publicity. That's all to say what? It, to me, it sounds like you got a little haterism in your game. What? <laughs> NAACCP. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But that he is correct. He is correct. There, there, there were definitely women that were in that situation before Rosa Parks. And I'm actually going to speak on the first woman who did it. But that was the first time, as I said, that it really, I, I started to question the incident, the infamous Montgomery bus incident. So then, after going back to my colleague, once my colleague told me that information that the, the Montgomery bus incident was staged, 
and that another woman previously was victim to that situation, and it was 100% legit, I said to myself, oh, really? Okay. Okay, this is news. That is news to me. Let me let me research it. Here's a lesson for all of you, real quick, about humility in these regards. Don't ever think that you're too smart for your own good. That you're too wise to research research what someone says. Don't be prideful when someone shares you information that is new to you. For whatever reason, you're prideful because it, it may hurt your narrative. It's prideful because you don't want whatever they say to back up what you believe based on what you know. All right? So... Always be humble to learn something new. Always. So my colleague tell me this, tells me this information. So now I'm in the office and I, I'm researching was the Rosa Parks incident event staged. And then I discovered an article that was written in the New York Times back in 2005 on December 7th by a man named Peter Applebaum. And it goes into detail about the events leading to the Montgomery bus incident. And it mentions how first the man, oh, excuse me, first it mentions that the woman named Catherine Chris, the daughter of Nicholas C. Chris, discovered that it was her father in the picture, right? And, and the man is now described in the article, and I encourage anyone to read it if they want to see it for themselves, it reads, the man on the bus, Nicholas C. Chris, was not some irritated Alabama segregationist preserved for history, but a reporter working at the time for United Press International out of Atlanta. And it goes on to say that Miss Chris, the woman named Catherine, who was a journalist, again, this is a 2005, Raising her three daughters, wrote a poem last month about how the picture and the way her family became, quote, the white man, the angry man, the one who looks like he's a banker. But in reality, he was a reporter. And then it goes on within the article to state that Mr. Chris, who also worked for the L.A. Times and the Houston Chronicle, publicly disclosed his role in the picture just once. It was three paragraphs in the middle of a 2,183-word article he wrote for the Chronicle in 1986 about his experiences covering the civil rights movement. 
He explained that the picture was taken on December 21st, 1956, the day after the United States Supreme Court ruled Montgomery's segregated bus system illegal. Actually, in parentheses, the ruling had come a month earlier, but it was not until December 20th that the district court entered the order, putting it into effect. He said that he boarded the bus in downtown Montgomery and that he and Mrs. Parks were the only riders up front. So just in the beginning of this article, it's stating and clarifying that the white man that seen photographed with Rosa Parks was not the regular white banker that many people thought throughout history. And again, what I was taught growing up. And it's really breaking down how all of that within the event was staged. And then it goes on to say, within the article, many paragraphs down, it talks about a man named Douglas Brinkley. He's the man that first published the biography of Rosa Parks in 2000. Where Mr. Brinkley, Douglas Brinkley said, Miss Parks told him that she has left her home at the Cleveland Courts housing project specifically for a picture on a bus and that the idea was for her to be seated in the front of the bus with a white man behind. And I will add this on as a side note. Similar photo opportunities were arranged for Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and others during that day, he said. He being Douglas Brinkley. Now, I didn't I haven't looked into Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but I do want to share that with you because remember, this is in the 1960s, and the civil rights movement had to show proof, even though it was clear as day with the hoses, the restrictions on water fountains, and excuse me, different groups of colored people entering in restaurants. The evidence was right then and there. But these events right here of Dr. King, a highly educated man at the time, being arrested, a, a, a young lady being arrested for sitting down on the bus. You know, those events are the type of events that really make a difference or and made a difference during that period of time. But let me continue with the article. So it goes on to say, it goes on to state, <laughs> Mr. Chris, again, Nicholas C. Chris, then agreed to sit behind her for the purpose of the picture. Mr. Brinkley does not identify Mr. Chris in the book and says that a reporter and two photographers from Look Magazine arranged for the picture. He said Mrs. Parks told him that she was reluctant to take part in the picture, but both the journalists and members of the civil rights community 
wanted an image that would dramatize what had occurred. Quote, it was completely a hundred percent staged event, Mr. Brinkley said. There was nothing random about it. And I read a couple more paragraphs. But then the images and history of that era, so stark and powerful on their own, are seldom so simple. For starters, many people assume that the famous picture of Mrs. Parks captures the events of December 1st, 1955, when she refused to give up her seat on a packed bus to the white man. Not true. Because as I mentioned, as the article mentions, that only Chris... And, oh, excuse me, Nicholas and Parks were the only two people in the front of that bus. The other famous images of her, um, the mugshot, and a picture of her being fingerprinted don't date to December 1st, 1955, either. They were taken on February 22nd, 1956 after about 100 black Montgomery residents were indicted on charges that they violated a local anti-boycott statute. Wow. Wow. Talk, talk about discovery. Talk about revelation on a part of history. History that, that we were taught wrongly about and why 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 were we taught wrongly about this part of history especially for a woman again this is 30 40 years after women were officially allowed to vote so why make up a lie why why, why, why? Well, in the same article, it discusses two other women who, were, who came before Rosa Parks in regards to riding a bus in Montgomery and refusing to give up their seat. The first one woman's name was Mary Louise Smith, and the first woman to ever do it was Claudiette Colvin, is her name. Claudiette Colvin. Claudiette Colvin. Now, some of you may ask, why wasn't she in Rosa Parks' place? I'm going to tell you why. Because she was a 15-year-old pregnant girl. 15 years old. So it was all... And by the way, her arrest came nine months before the Rosa Parks event. Nine months. Nine months. So the civil rights movement the NAACP did not want a 15-year-old pregnant girl as the ambassador for the Montgomery bus event. They did not want her 
front and center as the spokesperson for black people who come from work or just want to go downtown to sit wherever they please, first come, first serve. My gosh. They didn't want a child to be the spokesperson because she not only was pregnant at 15, she, she got pregnant by a married man. A married man. And even though she claimed it was consensual, she was still a child. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called rape. Child abuse. Child abuse. So, it's so amazing to learn about different points of African-American history. It really is. And that's why I mentioned earlier, y'all, humble yourself because you might learn something new. And you just learned today. Again, I encourage all of you to research and read this article, again, it's by Peter Applebaum, and the title reads, The Man Behind Rosa Parks, from the New York Times. And, it, and again, this article shows and proves that the Rosa Parks Montgomery bus event was staged, staged, and it was a lie. Claudia Colvin was the first female person who sat on the bus, refused to give up her seat, and to be arrested. And because she was 15 years old, pregnant with a child by a married man, the civil rights movement, those involved, the leaders, the leaders of the NAACP, they did not want her to be the poster child for the civil rights movement in regards to bus segregation. And that's all I got to say about that. I thank all of you for joining this latest episode. I hope that you learned something. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. And remember, for this month on my Instagram, I'm posting one fact about a African-American person. It's something that is important to me. And I know it's touching other people's hearts. And I want to read one quick message one of my boys I used to play basketball with shared with me sometime last week. And he said, quote, learning about a lot of folks on your page, bro. Keep going. Keep going. And that's very encouraging. Shout out. I don't, I don't again, I don't want to give out the person's name because some people are private like that. So shout out to the person who sent me that message is very encouraging. 
Um, because as I said, people need to know this stuff. You know, as I was taught, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And even though history such as the history I'm talking about may not be significant in the long term and the betterment of life, it's always good to be educated on history, point blank and simple let alone as an African-American, different events such as the one that I mentioned in today's episode. That's why it's important to do your own research and question some things. Question it. And take the time out to do the research on it. Ask questions. Bring it up in conversations because... If I didn't bring Rosa Parks up in conversation with my colleague, this revelation would not have been brought to my attention. And now it's something that not only I learned, but all of you who tuned in today learned as well. So give that five-star rating. Greatly would appreciate that. Leave a comment if you desire as well. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms. They'll be in the link tree link below. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Peace.